in today's show. I'm looking at the waiver wire for fantasy basketball, Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and we are available on all platforms. Here we are to talk about the waiver wire, players to add, players you can drop, what to do with some injured players as well. Warney. Let's get it on, Gilly. <laughs> <laughs> Let's look at the most added players over the last 24 hours. At number one, the most added player is Brandon Goodwin. Okay. Get it? Understand why? Um, it's a very short-term move, of course, because as soon as Darius Garland returns, which literally could be today, by the time you listen to this, he might have actually been ruled in. He's currently questionable for Wednesday's game against the Hornets. And then Goodwin goes and plays 17 minutes. So it makes sense to have streamed him in for the two previous games. I don't get the big bump now that Garland might be playing. But still, yeah, there's streaming value. Number two is where there's a little bit more interest to me. And that is Gabe Vincent. As soon as Kyle Lowry is out, you grab Gabe Vincent. Hopefully you did that before the game on Monday. Lowry's out again on Wednesday, so there's value there for Vincent. I don't expect Lowry to play the back-to-back Wednesday, Thursday, so you're going to get at least those two games, and then you've got a game on Saturday for Gabe Vincent. So three more games this week, and even if Lowry returns for that game on Saturday, I expect Vincent's still going to get 24 or 25 minutes. He's been great this season. He can be up and down, but he hasn't played Sorry, one game under 24 minutes in the last month. And that's with Lowry around. The hero's been out, but there's been guys in and out. His minutes and his production has been really strong. And we know that Kyle Lowry had that personal problem that kept him out for weeks last time. I don't know whether this is the same personal issue keeping, personal issue keeping him out. I'm going to go with the assumption that it is, though. And that might mean more time on the sidelines. I don't know. But getting that insurance now, which might last you two to three weeks, I think is a really strong move. A lot of people really, really fell for, well, fell for is the wrong word, but were really impressed with Markel Fultz in his first game back. And I agree with that. Like I thought, I agree that he was good and he was impressive. I don't know that I'd be burning waiver acquisitions and roster spots with the fantasy playoffs either in progress or happening next week for a lot of people on a player playing 17 minutes a night who shot 71% in his comeback game. He misses two of those shots and he ends up with six points and you look at it and go, eh, who cares? Like, is Markel Fultz going to take over Cole Anthony or Jalen Suggs? Is he going to play 28 minutes a night? And is he going to do it in the next week? And I think the answer to all of those questions is probably going to be a resounding no. Plus, he is going to sit out some games. They're going to back-to-back this Saturday. So he's going to sit out one there. They're going to back-to-back Tuesday, Wednesday next week. He's going to sit out one there. He's going to go to back-to-back on the 22nd to the 23rd of March. He'll sit out one there. I just don't see the rush to add Markel Fultz. I know, the thing is, right, with Fultz is that 
I think if he wasn't coming back from an ACL injury, people wouldn't have been that excited to have him on their roster. He's never been a great fantasy player, yet we're so keen to get him as he rehabs from a knee injury and plays 17 minutes a night. And that will increase, no doubt. Maybe it's a couple of weeks and he's playing 25. But he's not... He's not a top 50 player in 25 minutes. He's not a top 90 player in 25 minutes. He's probably not a top one, probably not a top 130 player in that time. Again, happy. hope I'm wrong. I hope the bloke has real good success. I just don't see it for fantasy in this in- interim short-term period. Trey Lyles is an interesting ad. He's starting for Sacramento and he played really well last game. I think that might be a high point for him, but it's going to buy him at least, at least you would think a week or so of starting, which gives him the opportunity to have some value. Now, I don't think he's a very good player at all. He's like Marvin Bagley was for them, a no-defense big man. At least he can shoot threes. Um, doesn't pass ever. Doesn't defend at all. But he's going to get opportunities to put up stats. So he's not a bad ad. Lonnie Walker, I'm not into at all. He can score. That That's true. He's like a worse Jordan Clarkson, a much worse Jordan Clarkson. I don't think it's 12-team valuable. Pokiszewski, yeah, I get it. Aaron Wiggins dealing with an injury. Pokashevsky's minutes and with Gideon Dort out and Kenrich Williams out, Pokashevsky, if he gets 24 a night, yeah, he can really rack up the numbers. I think that that's probably not going to work out, but there is value in taking that flyer on him. With Devin Booker now in COVID protocols and Chris Paul out, I don't know how long Booker's going to be out. A week, maybe? Jay Crowder really does get the opportunity to solidify his... Um, his value. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. He's been added in a lot of spots, rightfully so. We're going to talk about the other play. Actually, I'll just talk about it now. Cam Johnson, must roster. Cameron Payne, must roster. Like, you got to roster those guys and Jay Crowder as well. Interestingly, one of the most added players is the big sneeze, Precious Achua. He's also one of the most dropped players. Hmm. Precious Achua, Take the flyer if you want for the five-game week. Two of those games are done. There's three more left. I wouldn't be rushing to add in now. There are just too many centers on this team. You can do better than Precious Achua. I can almost guarantee you that. People adding DeMarcus Cousins. Like, I know he had a really good game last time. Very good game. Very good game against Trenton Watford in a 32-point blowout. There is no guarantee he even plays every single night. With Jeff Green, Jermichael Green, Zeke Naji, Nikola Jokic. Like, maybe he does, but why are we adding him in leagues? Makes no sense to me. Deep leagues, sure, but how many deep leagues are pushing him right to the top of the ad column? Is it because of his name? Has to be. If you want to add someone based on their name value, Carmelo Anthony's the guy to add. Jackson Hayes, one of the most added players, rightfully so, should be rostered in every league. And we'll talk about him. Actually, I won't talk about him. I'll mention him in the must roster section. He must be rostered. You also must use Bet Online as the place to be for all of your sports betting needs for this season. Basketball, we're full steam ahead right towards the playoffs, and you can get all the latest odds, totals, and player performance props with betonline.net, the number one spot for all of your sports betting needs. Bet Online is the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds as well. So head to the website or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline is where the game starts. Let's look at some droppable players. The top of this list are the most dropped players on Yahoo. 
And as you can see, the number one most dropped player is the big sneeze, Precious Achua. Bye-bye. No problem with dropping him. No need to hold on to him, I don't think. There's only three more. I guess there's plenty of teams with three more games this week, the Heat being one of them. Like Achua's games played advantage for this week is cooked, plus he has to battle Thad Young, Chris Boucher, Ken Birch, Pascal Siakam, Ananobi, if he returns. Nah, no thanks. Denny Avdia got hurt last game, nine minutes. He was a fringe 12-team league guy. If you want to drop, no problem. Okongwu dealing with concussion. Probably shouldn't have been a rostered guy in 12 teams anyway, but drop him, no problem. And Dwight Howard played like four minutes in that game for the Lakers yesterday, the one I didn't cover in the recap. Yeah, that, I don't know how to work out those uh, that playing time. Look, again, it's one of those names that people get excited about. I had literally multiple people when the Lakers waved DeAndre Jordan. Well, this means Dwight Howard's a must-add, yeah, because Jordan's not there to compete for playing time. Well, No. Well, Dwight Howard will get 30 a night, yeah, because Jordan's out. Well, no. Like, John Ray Jordan had obviously no impact on Dwight Howard, and Dwight Howard just didn't play. No problem. I can see them playing Winion Gabriel over Dwight Howard, to be honest, at points this season. So, yeah, you don't need to roster Dwight. Luke Kennard's a clear drop, I think, as well. The Shark. Bruce Brown. Baby Shark. Yeah, look, I, I understand it, especially with Durant back on Thursday. That is going to really eat into his value. And then Kyrie back the game after that. Simmons, I don't think he's coming back at any point soon. It looks like he might not be back for March. Um, so Brown, if you do need that roster spot, you can drop him. These are some guys that I think should be dropped. One of them is Dennis Schroeder. Kevin Porter should be back today. Schroeder's dealing with an ankle problem. If the Rockets continue to inexplicably playing 28 minutes a night, then sure, hold him. So I would hold him through today. But has he been good as a starter? No. He hasn't. So now that he's probably going back to the bench and he's dealing with an injured ankle, see you later. Kobe White can be good for points and threes, but that's not a must-roster guy. Devontae Graham is good for points and threes. Even worse than Kobe White, though. He's a 14-team league player. And Mason Plumlee still rostered in a lot of leagues, and his minutes have been down the last two. And there's just too many options there in Charlotte. Now that they're introducing the God of Hammers into the rotation as well, JT Thor, that's four blokes who can play at center. And Plumlee's just not going to get enough playing time and not be useful enough to be a 12-team league player, in my opinion. Let's look at some must-roster guys. These guys are all available in under 50% of leagues, either ESPN or Yahoo. The guys that are italicized here, I'll speak about it, but they are, pro they are just category league guys, not points leagues. Jackson Hayes and Patrick Beverly are both category and points league must-roster guys. I don't think you can leave them on the waiver wire really in any 12-team format, and probably... In 10-teamers as well. Hayes may be a borderline 10. But you can't leave them on the wire. Herbalife Jones has dropped off dramatically. Now, it's not like Jones's value was based on high usage, and McCullum's taken that away. The shots just aren't going in, and he was getting by on really high steal numbers and defensive numbers, which are still solid. They're just not quite as good. And the shooting numbers have fallen off. And that's one of the things we always talk about. Like, is, is a lot of this stuff unsustainable? Is it unreal? I still think that Herb in a category league is a must-roster player. For now. By next week, that that really might change. But I would still make sure he is. Now, in points leagues, bye. Jack Armstrong. Trimmer Kiki, I think, is a must-roster across both formats. He wasn't good last game. We'll see if that becomes a trend, but it was one game. I think he's a must-roster. Dan Gafford, um, he's a must-roster in category leagues. Not so much in points. It's still going to be iffy with him and Tom Bryant. And then... The eventual return of the uh, amazingly healthy Christos Porzingis. 
We don't know where Gafford sits, but he's at least worth taking a flyer on as their starting center. And then Isaiah Jackson's must roster across both formats. Yes, I know the minutes are low. But again, if you're adding him, you're not adding him for what he just did. You're adding him for what you hope he does. And Devin Vassell, I just think, I don't think he's going to be a top 70 player, Vassell, but strongly around that top 100 mark, rest of the season. Some really good value there, I think, to make sure he is on a roster. There's also good value at rockauto.com because why would you bother going to a local chain auto parts store for parts for your car? It seems like a waste of time. It seems useless, in fact, when you can just go straight to rockauto.com from the comfort of your home. Rock Auto have been serving auto parts customers online for 20 plus years. Whether that's brake parts or tail lamps or motor oil or even new carpet, Rock Auto has everything that you need and the prices are reliably low for every customer. So go to rockauto.com and find the parts available for your car or truck and in their How Did You Hear About Us box, write Locked On so that they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Let's look at some injured players who I get questions about consistently. And what I'm going to do, and I'm going to fly through a lot of these names. Paul George. I think you've got to drop him. Now, this doesn't go for game limit roto stuff where you have, again, game limit rotos. Your bench is all extended, extended injured reserve. So you might have three or four bench spots. It's all injured reserve, basically. So holding there is fine. Damian Lillard, I wouldn't bother holding. I don't think he's playing. I think it's like a 1% chance. Zion Williamson, I don't think he's playing. You don't need to hold him. Ben Simmons, ugh. the Windhorse report, like weeks away. This is end of March territory for him now. I, yeah, that's a drop to me. Chris Paul, he's not playing in the regular season. Anthony Davis, be stunned if he's playing in the regular season. They're both drops. John Isaac, <laughs> all right, Gilly, no worries. I don't think so. Tony Warren Jr., yeah, I don't think that bloke's playing either. Draymond Green, that's a little bit iffy. He is back practicing. It's going to depend on your situation. Are you in the playoffs? Are you in desperate need? Do you have an open IL slot? He's a, he's a borderline drop, borderline hold. And I think Lonzo Ball still, you know, three weeks away from returning. And that is going to make it hard to hold through all of those situations. Let's look at some other names now that are worth mentioning. Jaden McDaniels, he's rostered in a lot of spots. I just think he's underwhelming. There'll be the occasional good game, but he's not like he's playing 30 minutes a night anymore. To me, he profiles more as a 14-team league guy with him and Vanderbilt and Prince all stealing each other's minutes. Jalen Green, scoring well. I'm not convinced about him long-term as a star NBA player, but I do think he should be on a 12-team league roster at this stage just for the scoring ability and hope that some of that other stuff comes through. Trey Mann, just because Dort and Giddy are out, he's worth having, but... I don't think that guarantees him a top 100 spot. He can be inefficient. He can struggle with defensive stats. He can struggle with assists and rebounds. Basically, he's a scoring guy with threes. The two Suns guys, I talked about him earlier, Cam Johnson and Cam Payne. With Booker and Paul out, they've got to be rostered. Malachi Flint, as long as Fred Van Vliet is out, which literally might be zero more games, but as long as Van Vliet is out, Flynn is the guy to look at. Maga Porter Jr., I just do not think he's going to have value in a head-to-head league. It's going to burn an acquisition, burn a roster spot for a bloke who'll be limited, probably for two weeks when he comes back at least, and that's when he comes back and he's not back yet. No, thank you. Carmelo Anthony, I think he's a 12-team league guy, and he should be rostered in all 12-team leagues, I think. And then lastly, Emmanuel Quickly, who has got an opportunity for minutes, but dickhead Tom Thibodeau won't give him that playing time, but he's going to have some ups and downs. He's at least a stream option for 12, and he's probably a 14-team league ad. Guys, 
That will do it for me today. Thank you so much for watching this show. Thank you for listening. And if you do want to do it, subscribe, hit the follow button, leave your comments, give it a thumbs up. I know that outro was different and it threw me off as well. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.